If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. Okay, so in the next few episodes, I'm going to talk a little bit more in depth about a few specific heavy metals. They are namely mercury, aluminum, arsenic, lead, and cadmium. So in this episode, we'll start with mercury, which is one of the most toxic compounds on earth right so you need to be aware of these this is what the point of these little short little episodes is is to give you an overview what the sources of exposure are and you know certain little steps you can do to mitigate your family's exposure so starting with mercury as i mentioned this is one of the most toxic compounds on earth now the issue is that nobody can escape exposure to it right so Exposure to mercury begins in the womb and it continues throughout our whole lives. So all we can do is minimize, try to minimize the damage that it can do by supporting our detoxification capacities and of course reducing as much as possible the sources of exposure. Okay, so common sources of exposure include just the air really. It's in large fish as you probably know, so tuna, King mackerel, these kind of large predatory fish, they ha- they live a long life. They eat obviously smaller fish because they're predatory. So they have a very long time to bioaccumulate various heavy metals, including mercury, certain plastic PCBs and, and other heavy metals I'll be talking about later. You can also find mercury in many pharmaceuticals. It's a great fungicide. It's a good kind of antibacterial agent, so they put in a lot of diff- various different pharmaceuticals, even things like contact lens cleaning solutions, stuff like that. It's also in fertilizers, as I said, fungicides, because it's such a, it, basically it kills everything it touches. So, you know, obviously it's not something we want in our bodies, but things like coal burning for energy production, it's a major cause of exposure Sorry, it's a major cause of mercury to get released in the atmosphere. Other things like 
volcanic activity, you know, seismic shifts, things like that. So a lot of natural events also cause mercury to get released into the environment. It's not just man-made activities. And you see, that's the thing about the heavy metals in comparison to plastics and other kind of chemical toxins that are man-made. Heavy metals, at least, at the very least, are naturally occurring substances. So to an extent, the human body has always had to detoxify them. So we are adapted to detoxifying them. So in, in many ways, I don't want to say better to be exposed to heavy metals than chemicals, because we don't know, you know, in, for many of these chemicals, they, ha they haven't been safety tested. So we don't really know what their effects are. But we can definitely say that if we support our bodies, detoxification capacities, capabilities, at least we have a chance to get those heavy metals out. Okay, so more things about, so there are a couple of forms of mercury, organic and inorganic. So there's different concerns, right? So, for example, ethyl mercury, which is also known as thimerosal, it's an organic form. And they basically attach a methyl group in some cases to the mercury which makes it kind of more bioavailable so it can get into the tissues it just makes it more toxic really basically and it's so for example ethyl mercury is used in fish farming many medications like i said because it's antibacterial and antifungal so the problem with organic mercury it has the ability to cross the blood brain barrier which is a protective barrier in the central nervous system and the brain that prevents toxin toxic compounds from getting in in there right so that's that's one serious concern with organic mercury right now mercury toxicity can cause all kinds of problems from neurological issues cardiovascular or respiratory complications impaired kidney function immune system abnormalities all sorts of terrible things right so Actually, in fact, mercury poisoning and autism have nearly identical symptoms, right? So self, I'm talking about acute heavy mercury poisoning, not chronic exposure. So it has symptoms such as self-injurious behavior, social withdrawal, lack of eye contact, lack of facial expression, hypersensitivity to noise and touch, repetitive behaviors. So this is documented from a study that I'm saying is that mercury poisoning has those symptoms and we know autism also in many cases in many children they have those same symptoms other things mercury can do it can deplete on antioxidants it can trigger all sorts of kind of negative chain reactions in the body it can contribute to like I already said damaging the blood brain barrier damaging cell membranes and it can also contribute to autoimmunity right so those are the bad news what are the good news well the good news is if you limit you know the products such as large fish if you filter your water and if you kind of keep your child away from all, all of these industrial chemicals industrial building products things like that you're going to greatly reduce the exposure and the healthier you get your child, the better equipped they will be to excrete the mercury that they have in their body. Now, it's not if 
they have mercury in their body. Now, this is absolutely guaranteed. Every single person has mercury in their body. Every single person whose hair I've tested, for example, always shows excretion of aluminum and mercury. And these are ubiquitous in every person. So it's not a matter of if, but how much and how well can your child excrete these heavy metals, right? So the healthier you get your child is the, the main takeaway. The better able they will be to excrete toxins. And certain things you, you can do, which I'll definitely be talking a lot more about in the future, certain supplements can help. So, for example, modified citrus pectin, minerals, so mineral, you know, things like zinc, selenium. Selenium, for example, protects against, you know, mercury, certain amino acids that support glutathione or antioxidant production, such as anacetocysteine, things like that. All of these, you know, that we'll talk about later, they can boost the detoxification abilities of the body and help your child excrete these toxins, right? So that's a little bit of a primer on mercury. In the next episode, I'll talk to you a little bit about aluminum. So hope to see you on the next one.